Let us pray. Holy God, to turn from you is to fall. To turn to you is to rise. To open to your word and receive your spirit, well, that is to abide forever. We seek that way, to abide with you forever. Following Christ our Lord. Amen. Listen to these words, not scripture yet, but some other words that speak to us. I used to live in a very old apartment building with super sketchy electrical wiring. Were I to audaciously assume my hairdryer could run while my stereo was on, I would once again find myself opening the gray metal fuse box next to the refrigerator and flipping the breaker. My apartment had been built at a time when there was no electric hair dryers, and the system shut down when modernity asked too much of it. I think of that fuse box often in these days because, friends, I just do not think our psyches were developed to hold and feel and respond to everything coming at them right now. Every tragedy, injustice, sorrow, and natural disaster happening to every human across the entire planet in real time and every minute of every day. The human heart and spirit were developed to be able to handle and feel and hold and respond to any tragedy, injustice, sorrow, or natural disaster that was happening in my village. So my emotional circuit breaker keeps overloading because the hardware was built for an older time. Those words come from preacher and blogger and writer Nadia Boltz-Weber, and they really resonate with me. Even just back from a wonderful and refreshing sabbatical, or maybe in light of a wonderful and refreshing sabbatical, my heart and my spirit feel a bit overwhelmed by the heartaches and tragedies and injustices and sorrows of these particular days. We thought we would be finding our way out of COVID-19 and its variants now, but the surge of cases and the hugely contagious nature of Delta and all the uncertainty of where it's going keeps us all frustrated and cautious and fatigued. We also have so many heartbreaking happenings. Afghanistan has long been a place of violence and uncertainty and turmoil and even expense, and now that nation is even worse. Haiti has had political instability for a long time and then a recent earthquake and such continuing COVID challenges amidst their poverty and despair. And then there have been more than that, floods, even in our own city and hurricanes and raging fires and droughts in other places and so much more that devastates so many people in so many places. And then, many of us carry deep and personal struggles because of what we're dealing with. COVID, or cancer, or some other situation that has 
come right alongside us and alongside people we know and love. Our emotional circuit breakers are overloaded. I wasn't sure what scripture to use on this first Sunday back from an eight-week sabbatical, but then the lectionary text, especially this one lectionary text, seems so appropriate. Listen to these words. Read along with me. They're printed in the bulletin from Ephesians 6 as I read this aloud. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his power. Put on the whole armor of God so that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For our struggle is not against enemies of blood and flesh, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God so that you may be able to withstand on that evil day. And having done everything, to stand firm. Stand therefore and fasten the belt of truth around your waist and put on the breastplate of righteousness as shoes for your feet. Put on whatever will make you ready to proclaim the gospel of peace. With all of these, take the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit which is the word of God. Pray in the spirit at all times in every prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert and always persevere in supplication for all the saints. Pray also for me so that when I speak, a message may be given to me to make known with boldness the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in change. Pray that I may declare it boldly as I may, must speak. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. These words attributed to the Apostle Paul, written in the last half of the first century to the little church in Ephesus that was facing so many threats and so many problems. The letter to Ephesians includes the full good news of God's love in Jesus Christ. The letter to the Ephesians in the previous chapters asserts that God's in charge, that God knows us, that God loves us. The reminder keeps coming through those short chapters that God is always working, that God never leaves us. This ancient message reminds us that through all the ages, through all the ages, life has been full of difficulty, even challenge, even despair. Life has always been uncertain. Life has always been Dangerous, causing people to doubt and wonder and fade and get frustrated. We are to stand and keep trusting and serving God, the letter says. So the letter concludes in this little passage, finally be strong in the Lord and in the strength of God's power. Those words feel like an appropriate word to me today and for all of us perhaps in these days. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of God's power. Worn out from the challenges of COVID, beaten down by personal worry, so deeply sad about circumstances affecting so many people, Ephesians wants to remind us to live as God's faithful people in challenging and uncertain times. 
live as people who stand firm with whatever happens to us, trusting in God's promises. We are to pray, we're to love, we're to live as God's faithful people. I particularly like that first line, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of God's power. You know, on the face of it, it's that phrase, be strong, it might sound sort of like a Nike commercial or something like that. It might sound more like a marine recruitment tool. Be strong, be tough, toughen up. But actually, that, friends, is not the message of this text. The Greek phrase here could well be translated as passive. A better rendering is not be strong, toughen up. A better rendering is be strengthened. Be strengthened. The real power and the real strength doesn't come from us. It comes from God. That is a very different message. An important one for us to hear in these days. To be strengthened is to remember that God does the strengthening. Instead, the whole message of, indeed, the whole message of the previous five chapters of Ephesians confirms that God is the one who acts. God is the one who works. God is the one who does the strengthening, not we ourselves just trying to toughen up. God is always there to strengthen us, to hold us, to go through all things with us. We're to look for God's strength in all things, not to ourselves. We're to recite God's promises, recall God's abiding presence through all the generations. Be strengthened in the Lord. Be strengthened by the Lord. That's the message. It seems to be so important for me and for our lives today and tomorrow and in the days ahead. It's a vital message to convey to our children with all the confusion going on. It's an essential word to keep sharing with one another as we learn about one another's burdens, pains, struggles. It's an important message to memorize, be strengthened, in the Lord it's an important message to practice day in and day out as we strive to live by faith some of you know my affinity for kayaking some of you know that part of my sabbatical was time on the water sea kayaking around the big waters of the San Juan Islands in the Pacific Northwest sea kayaking friends can get a bit dicey with the winds and with the currents, which make for rough waters when you're paddling. We had some interesting and some challenging moments in some of those big waters. But here's the secret to sea kayaking. You keep paddling. It's almost counterintuitive. You get nervous and you want to stop, but the secret is you keep paddling. Your boat is much less vulnerable to capsizing when you keep paddling especially through the hard stuff this has become a vivid and important image for me because challenges losses heartaches illness cancer covid despair they touch all of us be strengthened in the strength of god it's not our strength that sustains us it's God's strength. It's not our own power and 
It's about acquiring God's power and strength so that we can deal with what life dishes us. Stand firm. Be strengthened in the Lord. Keep paddling. God is at work. God raised Jesus from the dead. God can do all things. God never leaves us. God will get us through. The next sentence says, put on the whole armor of God so that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. The phrase, the whole armor of God, comes from the Greek word panoplia, which means protective covering. Some of us might not like uh, these military or armor images of God, but here's what I have learned. Sometimes we need a strong and powerful God who can deal with the real hard stuff of life, who can help us, who can protect us, cover us. Imagine a protective covering that would truly fend off all the things that threaten us. That's the image here. That's the image that intends to change us and encourage us and give us focus, shape our life, shape our faith. We're vulnerable to so much Little tiny microbes can get inside of us and make us so sick. We've learned this so well. Cancer can start in one place and go away and then come back in another place and be so devastating. Take our lives away. Take our loved ones. There are no guarantees. We live in a violent world. We live in an uncertain world. Life is precious. Life is wonderful. Wouldn't it be nice to have a panoply of protection to cover us and fend off any threat well that's the image that's the message God's strength does that God's love prevails over all things that doesn't mean life is perfect that doesn't mean life is without threat that doesn't mean life is without fear it doesn't mean bad things will automatically cease we know better but it does mean that God is stronger than any threat God is bigger than any problem even cancer even heartache even Afghanistan even Haiti even COVID even whatever's threatening us God overcomes every evil God prevails we know that by the resurrection of Jesus Christ threats persecution death on a cross that's not too much for God Nothing is too much for God. Be strengthened in the strength of God. That's the message. With God, the worst thing is never the last thing. God prevails. There's another image that really grabs my attention in this passage with all of our emotional circuits so overloaded. This passage almost gets redundant. It says, stand, stand firm, stand fast, stand therefore. And then it says, always persevere. Persevere in faith. Persevere in prayer. Persevere in standing. Persevere in loving and serving. Persevere in keeping alert to God. Persevere for God. That's the invitation, the exhortation. This is what we do. Persevere for God. It's really all we can do. 
It's really all we can do. We just try to keep going in God's strength. We really have no choice. We open our hearts to God's presence and God's promises, and we keep paddling against the waves and the currents. We receive God's spirit. We know God's strength is always around us, and we count on God's abiding care, and we persevere with love and kindness. We keep relating our lives to God, keep staying connected to one another as God's people, reminding each other of God's promises, and we find our way. Be strengthened in the Lord. Persevere. One of the silver linings of COVID and isolation the last 18 months one of the silver linings is that Ginger and I have tried to take a walk every day, a three-mile walk. So we figured out lots of three-mile walks around our house across the last 18 months. And then on a, on a recent walk this particular week, we came upon a massive oak tree that had been toppled in one of the recent horrific thunderstorms that has uh, appeared in our city this week. The trees crash created a huge mess because it was such a huge tree. But what got my attention was this. The tree broke and a big part of the trunk was still standing and it was hollow. It was a huge tree. I measured it. 16 feet around. It was green. The grass was covered with the green leaves and the limbs that fell from this tree. It looked healthy. It was massive, 16 feet around, and it was hollow. How could a huge, big oak tree, so green, seemingly so strong, be so hollow? And then I thought about our lives. Who are we? How are we? I thought about myself and many of you. We look pretty good. We look pretty good. We've, we've been vaccinated. We're strong. We keep up good impressions. We carry on. We make our plans for tomorrow and our futures. We have our best intentions but appearances and plans, they can be very deceiving. We need to make sure we're not hollow on the inside. The letter here says, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of God's power. Put on the armor of God. Stand. Stand fast. Always persevere. Storms and challenges, threats and despair can overwhelm us. We want to make sure we're connected to God, rooted deeply in God's love and presence and promises and persevering in God's ways. May we, you, me, all of us, fill our hearts with God's strength, fill our lives with God's presence, fill our lives and spirits with God's promises and so persevere that we can trust God and we can serve God today, tomorrow, forever. May it be so.
Amen. Let us pray. We believe, O God, help our unbelief. Grant us your strength. Grant us your peace so that we can live by faith following Christ our Lord. Amen.